Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out to you listeners. Please don't be afraid to rate, review, subscribe uh, to the podcast that we currently have, whether that's the Lynn Sanity, uh, whether that's the Running Hook whether that's Circle City Cinema, Circle City Cinema is putting out a ton of content. I just was recently on it. Academy just wrapped up. Bryce is doing Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex is um, basically going all around the league, desperately trying to figure out who are the contenders. And, you know, there's a lot of exciting stuff down this stretch. And obviously our podcast, you know what you're listening for. You're listening for March Madness, which Bryce begins uh thursday uh our producer shout out our producer just want to give him a quick shout out because he will be producing and dropping this pod tonight the oh, same what night. a saint what a incredible he was like i want to do this i want to make wow. sure this happens so that is awesome for us big that shout out baby. for us so now uh bryce I mean, we, have to, we got we got to get into it i mean it's the tournament i mean it's you know you can't ask for more than this um you know it's 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 the 60 you know, we got a great field here. Um, and I've been to be honest with you, I just can't wait. I can't wait to get into it. And so, you know, Bryce, the way I was looking at it today was we'd kind of go region by region here. Uh, we'd kind of look at, you know, East region, um, starting with the Alabama's region, and then we would just continue down and then go back up and then whatever. Um, so let, let's just get going. Uh, the, the region that I want to start with first is the South. Um, Alabama on Sunday, Rice, um, they are the number one overall seed. The NCAA committee predicted that, not predicted, said they were the best team in college basketball. Uh, they're at the one line. Arizona's at the two line. Baylor's at the three line. Virginia's at the four line. Um, those are your top four seeds, Bryce. Obviously, there are plenty of games in those. So I guess just what were your, what are your general impressions of the South? Um, there's a couple of heavy hitters in here and one, I don't, I've mentioned before in one of our other pods, and I I think that you'll be shocked there. There's a couple overrated seeds in here. Overall, overall, a solid, this is not the weakest. This is not the weakest, uh, region here. I'll say that. I think there are some really good teams in here. There's some really good talents in here, really good coaching, uh, so I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it too. Mm. When we, when we really get in, when we really break this down. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I like this. I like this region. Actually, it's an interesting region. I'm with you. I, I think this is a fun region. And I think a lot of these teams, I mean, the intent of it is to try to get of Alabama a gauntlet. And I, I firmly believe that when you start looking at the path, you know, and you try to picture each team and how they match up with them, uh, there is a lot of opportunity for upsets uh, yes. for, to try to be, defeat them. Obviously, I know you're trying to make sure that, you know, they don't come off with an easy stick. But, you know, look, I, I think this is a really, really strong bracket. A lot of teams I really like. A lot of teams that I, um, I think I, I agree with you are a little overseeded, um, you know, but it is what it is. It's just what, you know, obviously it, and, and by overseeded, I mean, that's just being picky. I mean, maybe it's like one or two seed difference. Um, I mean, I, I think for me, it's it's like, um, 
it's going to be one of those things where, you know, we look at this bracket and there's just a lot of opportunity. And I, and I would argue Bryce, there's a lot of contrasting styles. And I think that's what makes this, this bracket really fun. So I guess now that we kind of have our general questions out of the way, Bryce, where do you stand in terms of, I mean, you look at the games, you see the one sixteens, you see the two fifteens. I mean, you know, most of the time we're going to see, uh, you know, those teams advance. Right. But you know, are there games that you sit there in this region and you're just like, okay, I am beyond intrigued to see what takes place in this round. So any of the rounds you said, I want to, yeah, let's go. Let's okay. go South first round. South. Okay. First South, round. South first round. Um, my most interesting game to me, San Diego state Charleston. Uh-huh. It's becoming a little more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego State always brings the defense, but they very rarely bring the offense. And guess what Charleston brings? Offense. All five guys average at least 10 points. Um, fast-paced team. San Diego State, they play at a snail's pace on on offense, which I don't love. Um, I, I like Charleston here, Caleb. I get it. I like Charleston. I get it. I, I get it. They're they're a very fun team to watch. I mean, they can shoot the ball from three. I watched them a lot in the CAA. They're a great bass. They're a great basketball team. And I mean, I understand that you know this is a basic statistic, but just Bryce, look at that. Thirty-one wins. I mean, that is nothing to be ashamed of. I don't care what your schedule is. Thirty wins in a season is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know when it comes to this Charleston team, yeah, I definitely think they can shoot it. Um, they've got multiple players, as you mentioned. Um, man, I, I'm very curious to see what San Diego State comes out with. I think defensively, we know what they're going to bring. But, you know, sometimes, Bryson, what, what interests me about that game is sometimes you, you see a power five team against a mid-major. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think San Diego State's going to take Charleston lightly. No. Which is what's going to make this interesting because I don't think they're going to like say, oh, like it's this is a team that doesn't belong on the court with us or this like this is a team for the most part that San Diego State's probably looking at just as serious. And so I I agree with you. I'm very excited about that matchup because when you're looking at San Diego State, they've been better offensively this year than they were in the last couple of years. And the way they're going to respond, Bryce, I don't know if you remember this, they they were in a absolute nail biter against Creighton last year, mm-hmm. absolute nail biter. And a lot of those guys, most of those guys are back on San Diego state. There's a, a definitely a sense of revenge. I think of what was done previously that I I'm, I'm very curious about. I'm, I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, the region, the, the game that I like the game that I'm absolutely the most back and forth on in this region. And it's not even close is Missouri and Utah State, the 7-10. Oh, interesting. I like that. I'm I'm back and forth on it for a numerous amount of reasons. Um, I think Dennis Gates is a hell of a coach. Uh, I, I mean, when you come in from Cleveland State and you can make it work the way you have with Missouri in your first season and in the SEC, you're doing something right. Utah State, to me, with Ryan Odom, obviously we've seen his success, you know, with UMBC. Uh, but this is a team that's gotten scorching hot. Um, you know, they've been scorching hot to get into this position to be a seven ten. They go from the, you know, an underdog to a favorite. 
um, it, to me, like there, there's definitely, you know, a back and forth that could be happening there. Um, and, and look, I, I think when it comes to, you know, this region, Bryce, I mean, you have that game. Um, and then I think a lot of people are trying to predict some stuff, especially with like a, a Baylor and UCSB. It seems like team, you know, the trendy pick is to sneak mm. in UCSB or a, a sneaky pick is, you know, that one of these teams is going to lose big. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I will say right now, Bryce, I have one upset that I love in this region. Okay. But again, every listener should know this because everyone, every listener. Oh, should know yeah. This. Yeah. And, I know where you're going with this. And it's and for me, it is Furman. I like Furman. That's the upset I'm most confident in. That's the upset I'm most confident in. And then the second most I'm most confident in is I am a I believe NC State's beating Creighton. I believe oh, NC I'm State's totally I'm totally against that. I think I, I, I totally think that, against that. Mel, go ahead. Prove it to me. Why? I, like I, I like Creighton because they've been a top 50 offense and defensive team all year. Ryan Kalkbrenner is outstanding underneath. In fact, Caleb, in fact, give me Creighton in the Elite Eight. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. They are not better than Baylor. They are what? not better than Arizona. Yes, they are. Yes, no. they are. Oh, my God. Baylor has limped. They God. have limped. God. Give me a deal. 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 I get Baylor I, in Arizona if you think Creighton's going to the Elite Eight. I do. I think, yes, I think Baylor, I think Baylor has been limping. They have shown inconsistencies all season. Done deal. Give me get on deal. I'm 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 agreeing to this right now. Creighton Creighton does not have enough to go deep. Their bench is too thin. This team is not this this bench is too thin. I am not on this train that everybody else is. And to me, when I'm looking at this, when I'm looking at this region, when I'm looking at this region, I see one win for I see one win for Creighton at maximum. I don't think they match no. up with Baylor to save their freaking lives. Oh my I, 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 I don't. And and they're co- and and give me Scott Drew. Give me Scott Drew and Kevin Keats over McDermott. Oh my gosh, NC State, NC State is lucky to be in the tournament. They're a good team, Bryce. They no, they're very inconsistent. No, they got they got two legitimate guards. You guards win plays in March, and 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 they're, they're gonna they're gonna they're and gonna defense do some wins things. in March. Defense wins in March too. I'm not buying Creighton. Oh my goodness, I'm not buying Creighton. Oh my. I'm not okay. buying Creighton. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying Creighton. Okay. All right. Next. Next question. I guess because that was an interesting little debate there. Yeah. Next was. up, team. You are. You kind of felt like, man. I'm just surprised that they were seated where they were. I not in a good way or in a bad way. You're just sitting there and you're just like, okay, wow. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that coming in the South. Honestly, Creighton at six. Huh. I thought they were better. I think they're better than that. So what? You would have put them as a five line? Maybe a five. Huh. Over like a St. Mary's? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I or, mean, their strength of schedule. I mean, listen to this. Their BPI rank is 11th, 11th in the country. They went five and seven against top 25 teams this season. And that includes playing UConn, a four seed. They played at Texas. Uh, which is a two seed. They've played Arizona, which is a two seed. They're, they played Marquette twice, which is a two seed. Xavier, a three seed. Arkansas in the tournament. Providence in the tournament. And Arizona State fighting to get to, to live another day tonight. So those are all tournament teams. And they, they split with UConn. 
They lost by five to Texas on the road. They lost by two to Arizona. They did lose twice to Marquette. I'll give. Uh, I'll go. Sure, with that. sure, but that's sure. not a bad loss. Sure, right. They played Xavier three times. They they went one and two. So I yeah. mean, they are a battle tested team, and to still put up seventy six points a game and hold a point at, uh, opponents to sixty eight, I think is remarkable. So would you consider Creighton the potential buster of the top seeds that? Are you, are you, because I mean, you said them in the lead eight, you think they're the buster. I I think so. I think they, they, they are tougher than they, than they look. I like Nemhard. Yeah. I like Bailey. I like, I like Culpern. Like they have a well-rounded group. Sure. They rely heavily on them, but this is college basketball. What, how many teams actually, we've seen several teams rely on their starting five and they get them there. Death helps. Sure. And, and I'm not saying they're a national championship team. It's going to catch up to them. Sure. But see, I, that's what I like about. I, so, I mean, I get it. You're going to sit here and be like, oh, my gosh, it's a five. But that's that's where I think I think San Diego State could make a nice little run here. I mean, I really do. And it would not shock me if they make Alabama work for it. Um, I think defensively, they're a team that's going to make Bama slow it down. I don't know if Bama wants to play half court. I think it's easier, Bryce. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. I think it's easier to play an up and down game than it is a slower pace. Well, yeah, because we're we're in we're in an era of basketball where everything is fast. But San Diego um, State, court, but that's where coaching matters. Yes, that too, that too, and that's and I where coaching matters. And, and, and I, yeah, I don't know. That. I don't know. I mean, San Diego State. <sighs> I, I would argue you could make a case that out of that top half of the bracket right now, so that one through five, you're seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. You could make a case. Nate, Bob Huggins would probably be the duh factor, but I would yeah. make an argument for, for, for Dutcher. I would. I would make right. an argument for what he's been able to do since he's gotten there. Um, they, I think they, you know, they consistently get to the tournament. And and these guys consistently sure, get but there, they, but they, but they never, but they never, it never materializes. And, and never, it's because right. it's, be, it's because of where they're at. I mean, Caleb, uh, they're zero and two against top twenty five teams. They they and and they've lost to to tournament teams. That I mean, they probably should be. They lost to Arizona by seventeen. They lost to St. Mary's by seven. I mean, you you, you lost sure, to Arkansas. Sure. I, sure. You split but, with Boise State. You split with Nevada. You split with New Mexico. I mean. I agree. I don't know if I like some of those splits, but at the same time, I I don't think this is a team, Bryce, that, you know, I I think what they want to do and what they present would be a concern. And, you know, I I guess I will see how that we'll see how that turns out, obviously, uh, because I believe uh, they will play uh, on Thursday night at top half. We'll all play on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll be watching Um, that one. Yeah. That'll be a, a fun game to watch. Um, Bryce, if you had to make a, you know, like, Hey, this player could steal the show or this coach could steal the show in this region, flex, you know, flex basically. And, you know, what would you say? And who does that look like for you in terms of, and it can be an obvious name. It can be an under the radar name, Mm -hmm. whatever you like. Good question. I think um, I think in order for 
I'm going to go with the top seed here in Alabama. I think uh, Javon Quinterly gets lost in the shuffle pretty often. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk about Brandon Miller and we talk about Nate Oates a lot, but Javon Quinterly is kind of the guy that's Not he's like been that there. Um, I think he's he's the guy that can that can steady the ship when when things go south and get him back into it. I mean, we've seen it before. Mm. Quinterly gets a few shots to go, and and all of a sudden, it, you know, Alabama's re-energized and, and ready to rock and roll. So, and, and I think you need somebody that's a, you know, he's a ball handler, he's scorer, but he's also been there. Like I said, he has the experience as well. So I think that's really important uh, for Alabama um, to come out of this region. I actually like them to come out of the region. I don't know if we're doing final four picks. No, yeah, well, well, yeah, we can talk um, about who we like. Yeah, we can talk about yeah so I, I do like that. But I think Quinterly, if you like good basketball, just watch Quinterly. He does do some dumb things, but he does play some good basketball. I think that's an awesome, that, that was an awesome pick. I, I like where you went with that. And I think that is a, it, it, honestly, very tough to go against that. I don't miss, I don't disagree with it um, by any means. I'm going to go with Kobe Brown. Um, I think he's a okay. mismatch nightmare. Uh, he's six, seven, six, eight. He can guard guards. He's, he's got versatility. Um, I, I could see Kobe Brown have a couple games here where, you know, he really makes something happen. Uh, for this Missouri team, I he's going to have playing. to go down. And I, and I think, yeah, and I think they're playing strong. I think they're doing what they need to do. The other guy that I, I think needs to be mentioned, um, you know, and this is going into the mid-major territory here, but I don't care, is AJ Mitchell is a legitimate guard, left-handed guard from Belgium. He's going to get to his, he's going to go to his left hand because you know it's like fucking Zach Randolph out there. He doesn't go to his right. What, what team is this? Left. Uh, UC Santa Barbara in the 14th okay. seed. Um, I think if if he, they were to beat Baylor Bryce, if they were to do what they are projected to be doing, he's going to have a gigantic part in that. So if I had to tell you an under the radar guy, that's the guy that comes to mind uh, because he is a terrific uh, high level scorer. All right, Bryce, um, let's so fi- let me let me do this. Let me do this. So final four pick. And then two just flat out, no hesitation. Actually, you're going to, you know, it's not ones and twos, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just, you know, two games, you're just like, I got no doubt in my mind. This is what's going to happen in this region. I got no doubt every bracket. I fill. I'm picking this win yep. every time. Yep. Yep. Give me Creighton over Baylor. Um, and then also give me Charleston over Virginia. Both of those are second round games. I like Alabama <laughs> to make the final four. Yeah, you like that. That's spicy. Ooh, I isn't like it? Spice. That's spicy. Yeah. That is spicy. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Give me Alabama in the final four. I wow. think they overwhelmingly uh they do have some chinks, but their chinks are small. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. So I like I like that. I like that a lot. Um I for me, um I will say I have Arizona going to the final four in the South. Arizona oh. going to the final four. So no, you need to give me a little something. Give me a little something. Well, that. yeah, you're hot, though. You're hot. I, I would say I the one I, I have this in multiple brackets. I do not have this in every single bracket. Okay. Furman to the Sweet 16. Oh, <laughs> I have Furman. You, you are in love. I, I Get like, a room I like, with Furman. Get I like a room. room. I like Get a room Furman. with Furman, please. And, but I think Arizona. I think I think Arizona is my team in the South. 
Why? I mean, over over Alabama. I, I Because I just believe, Bryce, that everything that's going on within that team is going to bite him. Okay. I just, All right. I think it won't matter in the first week. I don't think it matters. They're going to get to the Sweet 16. I, I don't really even, I'm not even worried about that. Okay. It's when you get out of Alabama, because please note, look at that bracket that you're seeing. Right. Where are they playing their games? Right. Birmingham, so, Alabama. Right. So they're going to have their home crowd, and it's not going to feel like all those distractions are coming to you. But once the national media comes in, once everybody comes in, those questions are going to be asked about your team, and you're going to have to live with that noise. You know, you're not in such a pro crowd, and in my opinion, that's going to bite this team. And I, I think they're very talented. I would not be surprised if they won the national championship, but I have Arizona in the South. Next up, we'll go to the East. We have Purdue. We have Marquette. We have Kansas State, we have Tennessee, and we have Duke as our top five seeds. Rice, general impressions of the Eastern region. Weakest region in the tournament. Did I get an amen? Uh, yeah, I don't think that I don't. I this is the this is the region that I am the most unsure about. There are a few sure things, but there are a few unsure. And and I want to talk this out with you actually when we get yeah. into this. I yeah. want to talk this out because I asked you a question about this region earlier today. Yes, you did. And I have some rebuttals towards you. Fair enough. That. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to I, do it because you, you seem busy today. You, were you busy today at work? Um, I was. I was when you messaged me. I was busy. Yeah, you seem pretty busy. Yeah. So I figured, you know, we're on a pod. We're just going to talk it out because that's what we do on exactly. here. Exactly. Um, but a lot of fun teams, though. Yes. I will say that. I, I agree with you there. A lot of fun teams. Uh, and I agree with you on the open part of this region. I think there is a lot of teams that can come out of it. Um, I have five brackets. I have five teams coming out of each bracket. So to give you any idea, I don't have any consistency towards this region, which goes to say a lot though. Like that's not, I don't know if that's bad. It's just, it says that the talent level is there. I don't think, um, you know, I think there's plenty of teams you can make an argument for. There's double digit seeds you can make argument for. Um, I, I think it's, you know, all over the place, depending on how you feel and, and where you where you see fit. I uh, like a lot of these teams and obviously the way that they finished off their seasons. Um, but I, I guess I will start, you know, with with this question, Bryce, for you. Uh, same one I asked you, just what are the games in the first round that are intriguing you in the next couple of days? This game intrigues me the most in the first round. This is also my lock. Okay. This, is, this is my lock. Okay. Matchup. 6-11 seed. Kentucky Providence. You can lock Providence for me to be Kentucky. <laughs> you can lock this. Now, now, Caleb, you may I hope our producer hashtags Big Blue Nation on you, baby. You can, I you hope can, Big Blue Nation gets at you, brother. That's fine. That's fine. I Listen, tell me I'm wrong, Caleb. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Are you going to tell me I'm wrong? I will push back, but I don't hate the take. Okay. I don't hate the take because I do think Providence has coaching and I think Providence is disciplined and there's players on that team that I think are really solid for them. Like the Bryce Hopkins factor is real. Um, yes. I think there's, there's some real things there. I'm not, I won't hate the Providence pick. I won't hate the Providence pick. That's a good pick, Bryce. I'm not going to hate that. But that is my most intriguing matchup. That's your most intriguing matchup. In that, yeah, honestly. That's a good, yeah. I mean, it's a good pick. And I think I have a guess on where you're going with yours. 
I don't think you do. So guess it. Okay, I think I think I think you're in love. I think you're in love with Oral Roberts over Duke. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I figured you were probably going to write that. It's too trendy for me. Well, and you know, I was going to say that. I feel like that's becoming overrated very quickly. That's too trendy for my liking. Um, I I have a matchup. I mean, it's everybody's talking about it, but it really is a fun matchup in my opinion. Uh, in okay. Florida Atlantic and Memphis. I mean, oh, okay. we're talking okay. we're talking a high level basketball here. Memphis is hot. Florida Atlantic's hot. Um, I think whoever wins that game, um we kick Purdue out of round of 32. I think that, you know, th- that's a type of game where I think both teams are really, really on fire. And whoever's playing at the hottest is going to come out of that with the win. I'm I'm very excited. The coaching in that game will be Penny Hardaway as a coach will get tested against a guy like Dusty May. I, I just feel like there's a lot of intrigue, um, you know, size wise, stylistically. Uh, Kendrick Davis. I mean, there's so many great players um, in that game, and uh, and and that definitely that definitely gets my attention. Um, Bryce, uh, in terms of you know, I guess we'll start off with like team you're surprised with felt like they were not treated right. Um, who would that be in your opinion? Or, you know, maybe you're like, okay, I'm surprised they got this. I have a seed in a good way. Uh, this one's kind of tough because I feel like everyone is, is uh, it's fair. Yeah. You think they're properly I mean, seated. I, I do. I, I will say Tennessee as a top is, is, a very weak four seed. Um, again, mm. kind of <laughs> limping a little bit, losing mm. Sakai. Oh my god, you like mm. this, don't you? I, 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 brother. I think everyone wants to keep penciling in Duke and all Roberts. Give me the balls, baby. Give me the balls to the Sweet Sixteen. Give me no, the- no, 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 you can, no. You're me. wrong on this. No, Give you're wrong on this. Zakai Ziegler, that is a massive loss. I, I agree. And, and there is no I way. Agree. And, and I don't buy Viscovi keeping this offensive pace up. I don't buy that. I just don't. I don't buy that. <laughs> I like that. I like Tennessee right now, dude. I don't know why. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I like, I like Tennessee. No, you can Okay, well, first them. off, you first off, here's, them. can I tell you? First off, first off, they're going to smoke Louisiana. Okay, yeah, sure. They're going to smoke them. They're going to yes. smoke them. I already put money on them. They're going to smoke them. I put money on the spread. Because, be, and so they're going to smoke care. them because you put money on them? No, I just think it's a great matchup <laughs> for Tennessee. Tennessee Tennessee really matches up with Louisiana. Well, Louisiana can't shoot. Louisiana is a dependable team in the post, and Tennessee has the bodies. Tennessee will be able to slow down a team like Duke and have the athletes to match no. up with a player like Max Agnes if they want it defensively. And that's the goal here. As long as I get this game ugly, which I will. Are you taking Oral Roberts over Duke? I haven't in some. I don't have it in all. It's not consensus. Um, it's too trendy to genuinely sit here and be like, well, I agree. Sure beating Duke. I agree. But I don't, I don't think that. Um, I think it's too trendy. It reminds me a lot of where Baylor Shireman used to play, Bryce. Um, in Providence, when they played out, everyone and their mother picked that game. They made the spread really low. And then what happened? Mm-hmm. So I think I it reminds me of that. There's a lot of games that remind me of that, actually, in this uh, region and in the general, this field. Uh, but I, I, I think that, you know, I'm not as crazy on or Roberts 
Um, I'll be honest. If, if I had to go with the double digit seed, Bryce, this is, um, I can't, you know, if I had to go with the double digit seed, can I, you probably won't even guess it. So I'll just say it. Okay. I would go with Montana state. I would go with Montana state because, um, I have Kansas State consist. I have Kansas State consistently beating him. I have Kansas State to beat Montana State. Yeah, but Kansas yeah, State's yeah. the type of team that turns the ball over too much. And if you're a team like Montana State who can not only force turnovers but can get out and transition, get the game at your own tempo, and continue how hot they are, they've won 15 in the last 16. Bryce, they're they're really good. That's a difficult matchup. For, you know, in the sense of if you can get ahead and you win this game and you win as a 14-3, I could see an opportunity there. I don't see it with Oral Roberts. I don't see it with with Louisiana. I think USC plays at a tempo that incredibly favors Marquette. For me, I lean towards if you're going to make me choose a double seed, that's who I'm choosing. Um, and again, we'll see. Uh, do you have a player or coach that you believe will change this region's opinion? And I will start with this one because I've got okay. a guy that I certainly believe can. Oh. Um, I think Oscar Shibwe is out to prove himself here. Uh, I, I think I think uh, Providence has no chance against him. Uh, I think Oscar Shibwe is going to come in there and just feast like he's just going to take a, a bunch of big old meals and just absolutely take it on Providence. Uh, I think he's also the talent and enough of a player. Where if you look at that bottom half, Bryce, none of those teams have big men. None of those teams have big men inside that can hold him. Shibway could really have his way. As long as I get some shooting, which I believe I could potentially get with Reeves. Mm-hmm. Jason Wallace, I think it is absolutely capable and, and well in the possibilities for Kentucky to make a run here. I think that is well in the possibilities. I like Kentucky to potentially make a run. I think they've got the talent. Um, I think them and Kansas State would be a very fun matchup. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm going to say Shibway because I think he has the ability to be not obviously where he was last year. What he was last year is, is, is insanely tough to get to, but definitely at a higher level than what he's been. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I am going to go with John Shire. I'm going to go with John Shire, actually. For the ones that aren't familiar, coach for for Duke first year, I think he's looking to to establish himself as the oh, new yeah. the new regime. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the coach K Shadow is is alive and well, um, and I think he's handled that. Uh, I, it, what? what? No, I agree with you. It's the the shadow is alive and well. It, it's alive and well. It's it's to, and you know what. Quick side note before I go back to this. Gene Katie's ghost. Gene Katie's shadow is so massive over Purdue. And it gets and it gets bigger and bigger every year they fight the tournament. Every freaking year. I agree. For John Shire, uh they Duke struggled mightily at the beginning of the year. It was no secret. They struggled, but they have hit a stride. I think I think that they have managed their I think he's managed that talent extremely well. Uh, they've kind of flown under the radar a little bit, but I think I think John Cher is going to bring a toughness to this team. Yeah. I think they have good guard play. They have Jeremy Roach, who's been there before. A big um, shot and then, right, yeah, and I think he can do it again. I think Philip obviously is solid talent, lively. Both of them down low. Um, you know, Philipowski is a double double. Machine. 
Yeah, right. I mean, you can pop them out and then lively. He can give you a little something, something as well. So I think that they're looking to, to make a mark and a potential run. I, I, like I am putting Duke as a potential final four team. Oh my potential final four team. I will lock them at elite eight. I will lock that. And I wow. think they, they okay. could. I think they could. I okay. think there have been very big that guys that, that can match that can match up with Zach Eadie. And I was telling our good friend Zach Griffith today, Caleb, t- I'm going to talk this out with you right now. Okay. Zach Eadie has one post move and it is a drop step. That is all you have. That is all he has. And I'm telling you, it takes one team to attack Zach Eadie's body and goes to the basket and get foul calls for, from Purdue being out in this, out in this tournament. I agree with that. Um, Because their guards suck. Suck strong, but they're not, they're not good with, can I, I will say this. I will say this Memphis and Florida Atlantic will make Purdue's weaknesses bigger. They'll be able to use their athletic. Why I personally believe they are not going to the Sweet 16. That's my hot take. You want my hot take? I'll lock you. Not going to the Sweet 16. I'll lock that. I like Memphis or Florida Atlantic over Purdue in the round of 32. I think I, that's my that's that's my. Did that's you take that lock. in your brackets too? Um, pretty much every one of them. Uh, I, I think Purdue is wow. Uh, I, again, very good wow. basketball team, but I mean Memphis does things that Purdue is going to get pissed off about. Florida Atlantic's got a seven-one-seven-two big man inside, you know, that's about as tall as anyone that Edie's ever seen. Um, right, exactly. And, and so they, they've got pieces, and they're well coached. They're well coached, and I think especially Memphis will full court press the piss out of Purdue. I think they'll, I mean, they'll, they'll be able to press for Purdue like nobody's business. Athletically, that'd be a horrible matchup for Braden Smith. They cannot guard Kendrick Davis to save his life. I think, I think there is a lot of opportunity for Memphis and Florida Atlantic uh, to get to the, to get to the sweet 16. Um, So that's, that'd be my lock in this region. Um, The team that I lean towards the most for a final four run is Marquette. I like what they are. I like who they've been. I think Shaka Smart's legit. I like I like Marquette. That's the team I'm leaning towards the most. I have brackets with K-State. I have brackets with Kentucky. Those are my top oh. three. So, okay, but if you had to pick one. I'm taking Marquette. Interesting. Interesting because I... I've gone two two seeds back and back. I got a lot of two. Yeah, I like, the like like I don't. I just don't know that Tyler Kolick being your best player is is gonna do something for. You. I I just I don't buy that. Yeah, I got a take for you then. Oh no! I got a really hot take. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say it. Are you about to say he's like be... the best player in the tournament? I mean, Edie might be the national player of the year. Oh my gosh! But I'm no taking, way. but I'm taking, but I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking Kolek for the NCAA tournament. Oh no, no, Caleb, no! I need no, guard, don't. I need guard creation in March. I need guard creation in March. He gives it to me in March. He's a floor general. He knows what he's doing. He sets up his teammates well. He's an incredible leader. I'm telling you right now, I want a great guard over a guy like Zach Edie. 
I do. Because, uh, and, and this goes I back do. because I don't feel like Edie, Edie is very, he's also very slow in transition, like transitioning to Agreed. defense. Agreed. He is very slow. Agreed. Very, Agreed. very slow. And I, I, there's team, and look at those teams at the top half. They're going to make him run. You, oh, dude, you, I totally you're going to make him run. The only team that you could argue might not make That's him why I run think Duke's is Tennessee. I think Duke's I don't hate that. I, I mean, I, I, again, I, I think a lot of those teams could beat him. Uh, I just, I really, I really, I really struggle with. I'm not as know, crazy. I, Purdue's my, my earliest one knockout, as we've talked about uh, previously in terms it's, of. It, and it's the guard play. Seat. It's just the guard play. They can't hit threes. I think Edie's kind of a part of it. No, I do too. I think he's a, he's he's your strength, but he's also a liability because because, because of what's around him. Be, because of what's around him, but I also think it's going to take one team to learn to to just not be scared of him blocking your shot and just go into his body and draw fouls, making the refs have to to take yes action. yes. Yes, I think that's going to be like the that. difference. And, and I just don't think these guards are good enough. I know they got hot in the Big Ten tournament shooting threes. I don't buy that it carries over. Fair enough. Um, in terms of um, your final four, so you're leaning Duke. Duke or Marquette now, after talking it out, I did have Purdue in the final four. I have now just removed that. I, I think K State could get there as well. I, I'm just there again. There's a lot of teams. You the turnovers worry me. I like I like yep. Kansas State. I like Kansas State for a Sweet 16. Fair enough. Next up, uh, Midwest. Uh, we got um, we got Ooh. Houston. What? No, I'm just saying. Woo, this this. Oh, oh, sorry. Houston. Houston uh, is the one seed in this region. They were the second overall uh, team for the committee. Uh, Texas uh, is the number two seed. Uh, we got Xavier as the number three seed. We have Indiana as the number four seed. And we have Miami as the five seed. Those are your top fives. Bryce, general impressions. Um, this is a loaded bracket, or this is a loaded region. Mm. And I don't think it's the most loaded region. Mm. However. Okay, wow. I think there's a, lot, there's a lot of good teams here, but I don't think this is the best region, actually. But interesting. Okay. Yeah, we can talk that through. We can later. talk that through. Yeah. All right. Um, I, some I'm of these matchups are tough. Some of these tough matchups are tough, especially in the first round. Yeah. Where does your mind? Where did? Where do you? What? What matchup are you? Um. What matchup are you intrigued with? Uh, in two. the first round. Can yeah, I have two? Yeah. Okay. My first one. Texas A&M and Penn State. Boy. You you can't find two hotter teams. I I agree. Getting after it, seven ten matchup. I don't. I honestly don't because I love Buzz Buzz Williams, but I, I like what Shrewsbury has been doing with with this team. You uh, love Buzz. I do love Buzz. You love Buzz. I love Buzz. You going against Buzz would be a. I, I actually currently have Penn State winning. Wow. I currently do. I currently do. I That's can, a crime. You love I know, Buzz. I know. I know. You're high on Buzz than anyone. I know. I know. I just, there's just stretches where Texas A&M just frustrate the piss out of me. I mean, Penn State does okay. it the same way, but I feel like Penn State's a little more consistent. Jeez. Uh, they have a little more depth and a little more, uh, a couple more people that can score. Wow. But my my second matchup that I'm intrigued with, okay. 
and I'll explain why. Maybe you don't buy this, but I'm going to buy this. Go ahead. Buy it. Miami Drake. I buy it. Okay. And here's why. Here's why. Drake, solid team. Uh, you know, solid point guard play. Agreed. You, Agreed. Miami does too, but, but they suck and they are not good on defense and they are possibly missing one of their, one of their better players yeah. with injury. He may not play. Yeah. I like Drake over Miami. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, the matchup I'm, I'm intrigued to see. Um, I'm not picking it. I want to be very clear. I'm not picking this upset, but I think I have, you know, like remember when Texas lost, they were like a three seed and they lost Abilene Christian. Nobody understood why. Oh yes. Yeah. I think Kennesaw state's Abilene Christian. Interesting. I don't know. Really if I, again, don't, I don't I really don't love Xavier. I, really I don't know don't if I'm picking him. it. I'm not picking it. And I don't think most people are, but I'm just saying, and that's what happened with Texas. Yeah. But I also think that I think this Xavier team is, is tough and Sean Miller is a great coach. And I think he's going to you know, mostly get his guys ready. But at the same time, um, it just feels weird. Um, that matchup feels weird to me when I've been going through it on my bracket. The line feels really weird to me when I go through it on the lines. Um, that's a horror. I, I, I like, I don't, it just feels like a weird line every time I look at it. Um, I, I, to me, I think that is a matchup that could be one of those. You're going to want to turn on in the second half because you're not going to know why the score is that close. And you're just going to want to know why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, okay. and I get a saw States well coached um, incredible culture program revamp that they've had going on there. Um, I just wouldn't be surprised if that game ends up closer or in some cases, uh, ends up with the win. Um, let's go with team. You're like, okay, wow. Shock. They got seated uh, at this spot. Thought they could have gotten higher. Thought they could have gotten lower. Or maybe you're just like, wow, I'm happy that they got seated where they got seated. Mm, no, I'm, I'm pretty content with this one. Honestly. Uh, I mean, you can make a case for Texas A&M to be higher. Um, but I, I could see, That's what I I see I both done. sides. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I would have I made A&M maybe a six. six. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you could have convinced me on a five. They, yeah. Cause they got really hot. They got really hot. The they only have was, nine losses. I mean, how often do you see a power well, five? Right. Right. You know, I mean, and that's a but tough that, matchup the, with Penn state right off the bat. You know, they do have bad losses. Though. They did. They kind of screwed a couple teams. Like yeah. I thought Vanderbilt should have got in and they screwed them. Like I, they kind of, they kind of screwed with the sec this year. I, I, I think A&M would be the one that I looked at the most. Um, I think that's the game I look forward to the most, but we'll, We'll see on that one. Um, in terms of just a lock, a straight lock, uh, you know, you have Drake. Uh, I would like to give my lock. I don't care. Yeah, that I sounds, know your lock. I don't care that it sounds biased because I'm just being 100 percent factual fine. because I think you're going to agree with me. OK, I don't understand the logic of Kent State over Indiana. OK, I just yeah, don't get I don't it either. I don't, I don't get it. Why is that popular? All this. So a couple things. The logic is they have a couple 
upper experienced, higher experienced defensive guards, guards that are really veterans. They've been around, they're in the trenches. There's the opinion that those guys are going to be able to limit Hood Shafino. They, in the beginning of the season, played all these teams, Houston, et cetera, barely lost to those teams, lost by a handful of points. Yeah. The part that's hard for me to understand, Bryce, is Kent State has no size. And you're asking Kent State to consistently handle Indiana, not just Trace Jackson Davis, but Malik Renew. And Ray Thompson to right. get them off the glass. Right. Yeah. Good luck. Not to mention what, you know, what is killed in the end? Threes. What does yeah. Kent State not do? Shoot threes effectively. Their team is 32% from the three point line. If I'm backing an underdog, Bryce, one of the things I look for when I back an underdog, can you shoot? Can you shoot? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Kent State can't shoot. Now, mm-hmm. could they get hot? Sure. Sure. But when Indiana plays like they're capable of, what's their identity? Defense. Yeah. And I think Indiana, to me, this just feel, I, I want to go out and say, I think this is a lock. I don't care that I'm biased. Okay. I just think this is a lock. I don't understand the line movement. I don't understand the, I don't understand the line movement. I think this game, Mike Woodson will flex. They'll flex. I have a question about Indiana for you. Go ahead. Is there a world that they that they beat Houston? Yeah. Yeah, because I think if Sasser's injury is real. See, but you but but you you were telling me it's fine. I think it's fine, but I mean, obviously, they're they're just continue the delay. They, and even you know they canceled. Even, you know, they canceled media availability, right? Yeah. Look, I'm not. Here's the way I look at it. Here's the way I look at it. Sasser's limited against Northern Kentucky. It doesn't matter. No. Sasser against Iowa and Auburn. Maybe it matters. Maybe. But I think Indiana. I think there is absolutely a world where Indiana could win. The shots would need to go down for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because like I think Woodson, because and, I think Woodson, big time. I agree. And I, I'm not saying I would like go, oh my gosh, to, I'm not saying I would pick it nine out of 10 times. I'd probably pick it two or three out of 10 times, but it's March. So yeah, I mean, I agree. That, you know, so it's one of those things where would it vindicate, think, would it vindicate IU from the, from the Kelvin Sampson? era forever if they beat them yeah yeah that's I th- the and i think flex. that's a le- i think that's a legitimate storyline i do too well clearly it is you know i think i think you know, i think woodson's clearly. probably pissed like secretly like pissed well kent state's you know kent state's head coach was assistant to samson i do know yes so this could be so that's indiana a storyline so that. indiana revenge tour Potentially. I like a storyline. So, yeah. I've oh, been I that. love a good storyline. You love a good storyline. Oh, I love a good storyline. Yeah. We could see. I don't, I don't. I didn't pick it. I didn't pick it. We I, could get I, a I rivalry pick. game. I'm intrigued by that. Texas, Texas A&M could be a fun little rivalry game. We haven't seen in a couple. That would be fiery, man. That would be spicy. <laughs> yeah. We could, we could get that game. That would be spicy. Um, I, I'm intrigued. I just think there's a lot of matchups here that I, I, uh, I like. Um, Bryce, I have Houston as my national champion. Oh, whoa. 
Oh. I have Houston as my national champion. Oh. Um, they're the team I consistently am picking for the national championship. Oh. Um, and I love Texas, and I have Texas in some Final Fours. I have um, Texas in my Final Four. I think it's those. For me, it's those two. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Houston, Texas, and the Elite Eight, absolutely. And I think absolutely. it's tough for me to see the path. It's tough for me to see the path to Xavier over Texas. For me. Yes, I agree. I, I agree. It's tough uh, well, for me to actually, see. The- actually, <laughs> I have Iowa State over Xavier. I, I, I very much disagree with that, but I don't, I, I think that <laughs> I do. I do. I think I, I think Iowa state's dysfunctional. I think they're broken. Oh no. See, see, I like, I, I like, Kalsher. I like their players. I just think they're broken. You got a guy in the middle of this, you, you got the guy in the middle of your season. You got to kick off the team. Cause he's not following team protocols, not following team policy. It's an in and out rotation. I, I think Pittsburgh wins. Uh, I, the way that I, a way that I look at, way that I look at that, that region is to me, it's it's down to those two. Could I see an Indiana or Miami get by? Sure, but I think that bottom of the region. I mean, if you're Texas, if you're Rodney Terry, Elite Eight has a, a must. I agree, a must. I think the bottom of that bracket is totally in their favor. Um, we'll see where it goes. Bryce, you got a player you want to shout out. Player coach. Um, Player coach. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Jalen Hood-Shafino, actually. I think they – I think this team is successful when his mid-range jump shot is on – just his jump shot in general, when he gets to the rim. If they can run that pick and roll that they were – with him and TJD that they were running earlier in the season where it's just automatic – you know, just lobs. That is when IU is at their best. Um, he does have issues with foul trouble sometimes. If he can say out of that, and then he's hitting his jump shots, Indiana's very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Agreed. Um, and I just really like watching him play because he's such a good finisher at the rim, too. Um, I mean, with you. anyone, not just because I live in, in Indiana. Uh, I, I mean, it is, he is truly a joy to watch. He can could go to you, the league this year. He could not. We'll see. Can I tell you my hot take? Like okay. my like really hot take. Okay. So if Indiana wants to get on a run, if they're going to go to the NCAA tournament, they want to make a run. We need to be seeing it on draft boards. So I'm of the belief that if Indiana gets to the elite eight, Jalen Hood Shafino could be a top seven pick in the draft. Right now, he's on the back end of the lottery. Mm-hmm. If Indiana could get to the Elite Eight, beat a Miami, beat a Kent State, beat a Houston, you could get me into that idea. That's the key, though. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Not Trace. Not Trace. Jalen. Um, I, I will lean towards, um, because I like, I get, again, Bryce, I'm with you on Xavier. I don't have the fear factor of Xavier, but if Jack Nunji hits shots, they're going to be really tough to beat. Oh, sure. Because he's seven feet. That's a tough matchup for anybody. He's got incredible size. He can shoot it. Local product. Shout out Jack Nunji, Evansville, Newburgh area, uh, right around the road. Uh, Nunji's legit. 
And I think that's the player that could wreck this region. Because if he can go and, and you know, not get played off the court, it's a hard team to beat because of what he'll provide, Bryce. I mean, not a lot of teams have that good of a seven-footer shooting the jump shot with experience. Mm-hmm. So that's where I stand. I would take our final 14. Next up, the West. I will close it off with this. Kansas, number one seed. UCLA, number two seed. Gonzaga, number three seed. UConn, number four seed. And St. Mary's, number five seed. Bryce, you said this is your toughest region, so yeah, let's get into it. I do. I do think this is my toughest region because you got Kansas – you have UCLA, you have UConn, and you have Gonzaga. And I think TCU is a solid team. Um, I, I, to me, this seems really tough uh, because you have defending champion Kansas. Um, they've been pretty good all season uh, with Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick. Uh, McCuller, if he's healthy, I think that's something that, that should be noted uh, if he's healthy. UCLA, they lost their best defender. Uh, that's tough, but they, I mean, they still have guys that have been there, done that. Jamie Hawkins or and Tiger Campbell, I think, are really solid pieces. I, I bought like stock in them. I bought stock in them over the weekend. Oh, good for you. Oh, good, good. I want to talk good because I have stock in them as well. I've, I've had All right, stock good. in them. Good, I, good. We can talk about that. Good. Um, <laughs> my mother. <laughs> With businessmen. I, I want to talk this out though. I want to talk about <clears throat> TCU a little bit. And this matchup with the 11 seed. Arizona State wins tonight. I mean, what do you think about TCU without Lampkin? Oh, my bank account sure hopes Arizona State wins. Uh I, I'll look at I'll oh my I'll gosh, look at you I'll, I'll, I, I'll look at uh I'll here's what I'll say to this. Here's what I'll say to this. Yes. 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 I think they can win without Lavkin. hundred percent. I think they can win without Lavkin. Um, I think the key for me is I Miller is bigger than his size plays bigger than his size. That's the guy for me. And I just think Jamie Dixon just has teams that are just super tough. And with the experience that they have, I, I, I like TCU. I think they're tough. Um, I do too. Now here's I, the I got killer. a secret for you. I got a secret for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. TCU in the lead in the Sweet 16. I don't hate it. I mean, part of me, <laughs> this is the year I'm in on Gonzaga right now. No, no, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that because, because they're under they're, the radar, right? Well, it feels like, I mean, I thought they were under the radar. Now everybody's saying they're under the radar. So are they under the radar? But I, anyway, I mean, I, I, yes, I like Gonzaga <laughs> more than I have in the past. Um, and Bryce, I think they would struggle with, with Timmy. They would, they don't have it with, that's where Lampkin would hurt you. That's where not having Lampkin would hurt you. Having a guy with some physical strength, limiting Timmy underneath the basket. They have the athletes on the perimeter to match with anyone. That's not my concern. It would be against a dominant big like Timmy. Now, Bryce, if you want to make the argument to me, I see, I would argue you need to take it a step further. That'd okay. be my argument. If you like TCU, you should take them to the lead eight. No. No, I don't. I, I don't because no. Because Why? UCLA, Why? Timmy, UCLA. Timmy, Timmy's better than Timmy's better than Bona. Timmy's better than Bona. Sure. Bona's coming back. So then I'm going right. athlete for athlete. And Jalen Clark's their best. Jalen Clark's UCLA's best athlete. 
So what? What's the, I think that what, I think they have I think they have better guard play and I think they have better players at UCLA. They, they're oh, better wow. defensively. They're they're way better miles defensively. Give me miles over camel. Okay, fine, but, but that's that's one guy. I'm talking as a collective unit. UCLA plays defense. Mick Cronin is a great coach. I, again, coaching I matters. Like that would be a heck of over Cronin. I like Cronin, but I, I like Cronin more, but I like Dixon. I think you're dismissing Dixon. I'm not dismissing him. I'm saying Cronin is a better coach, and I like that better. And I like the, I, li- I like UCLA's players better than I like CCU's. Amari Bailey's got to play like it in the Pac-12 championship. Sure. That's the guy. Sure, but he's tr- he's turning upward. Fair enough. No one talks about UCLA enough. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's tough because of what happened with Clark. But yeah, it is. Tough. I mean, they're they're it, if Clark was healthy, lock Final Four. Fair enough. They may not have lost that game in the Pac-12 title. Um, here's what I have when I look at this region. I guess the matchup that intrigues. Well, here's my lock. Here's my lock. Let me go with my lock first. Okay. Uh, my lock is a 12 over five. Give me VCU over St. Mary's. Give me VCU over St. Mary's. I like Mary's. that as well. Um, I think St. Mary's, you know, I get it. People are like, oh my gosh, you know, they've been better than they have been in years past. Give me VCU over St. Mary's. Rose is a nice coach. Ace Baldwin's in. I'm going to make a take that Ace Baldwin's the best player on the floor. I like VCU. I think they've got what it takes. They're They're experienced. Um, I like VCU. I like VCU a lot in this game. Um, and to be honest with you, I think there's an opportunity for them to advance, uh, depending on how UConn and Iona plays out. Um, and then the other game that I, I think is going to be very interesting is I'm, I'm curious to see how Northwestern and Boise State play. Mm-hmm. Boise State's mm-hmm. so good defensively. And I, I, I wonder what that does for Northwestern's guards, because as you know, I want to sell Northwestern. Can Boise State's defense do enough? That's going to be a question that has to be answered by those guys. Um, those are two games that stick out to me. What are the games that stick out to you? Um, you can lock this for me. Go ahead. UConn destroys Iona. This is I like an overrated that. pick. I like this that. Is a, this is a very like overrated that. pick. I like that. I like that. You don't, you don't understand... Dan Hurley and what what he's been able to do with this team this year. Well, Dan Hurley's in a whole lot of pressure. Dan Hurley, <laughs> Dan is, Hurley under is, under is in a whole is, lot of pressure. He, sure, that's another part of it, and that's sure. another reason I like it for UConn. Sure, but they started they started off fourteen and zero. They play defense extremely hard, which I love. I did, yeah, and and they're efficient offensively as well. I think they can be I, I like him against ways. Iona. I, I like them against No, it, no, I'm taking it a step further. Okay. UConn is my final four team out of this region. Let me explain. One, again, efficient offensively and defensively. Okay. Kansas, wait. Kansas defending champions, correct? Correct. There has not been since since 2000, the, the Billy Donovan Florida teams, there has not been a defending champion that has made it out of the Sweet 16 since back-to-back Florida. No. Yeah. No, no. You're, are you doing this? Yeah. What are you about to do? Say it. Oh, UConn's beating Kansas in the Sweet 16. It's happening. 
<laughs> it is happening. Wow, and you're happening. You're locking it in. Yeah, oh, it's happening. Woo. I told you, UConn's going to the Final Four, baby. I, I like UConn. I have said the entire time when talking about UConn with everyone that I talk about college basketball with, Newton is the key. Newton is the key. If Newton could play like a point guard and play well enough, not turn the ball over and be the disciplined guy, I will agree with that. But everything suggests that UConn can't do that. So we'll see whether they can do that in the NCAA tournament. I don't hate that pick. I have UConn similarly going very far. I have Gonzaga going very far. And I still lean UCLA. I'm buying stock on UCLA. I'm still leaning UCLA because of the way that they've got the experience behind them. And to me, that's where I lean for the final four. That's where most of my brackets are going Um, because I just think stylistic. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I think they have an incredibly easy road to Sweet 16. To the Sweet 16? Yeah. yeah, A Northwestern Boise State's going to play right where they want them. Wherever they want them. And I get them in Sacramento. I mean, come on, come on, give me the Bruins to the sweet 16. And then, you know, at that point that there's an advantage there. So give me the Bruins, see where it goes. Bryce decided to do this, decided to get into these games. Should be a great one tonight. Oh, the podcast comes up tonight. So I can't tomorrow, wait to tomorrow is our Christmas. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for listening in. And obviously we'll talk uh, how the 64 and 32 play out.